Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to the Where I Join the Curls podcast. If my voice sounds a little bit rusty, excuse it. It's that I woke up at 6 in the morning to make sure that I recorded this episode. <laughs> I want to begin by following up with my last episode, I'll Call You Later. I'll call you later because I got so much feedback and comments. And I feel like I missed an important part in that episode and I want to acknowledge that here. That that entire year wouldn't have been possible if people didn't create a safe space for me. People went out of their way for me. Whether it was creating special plates at barbecues, finding coffee shops, or different activities that did not involve alcohol. There were people who decided not to drink around me. And then there were people who did not understand me at first and then came back with a change in mindset or respect, which changed our friendship. And I'll share one of those examples here. There was a time when my cousin invited me out and I had told her, listen, I'm tired of being at brunches. I'm tired of being at restaurants. Can we do something different? I'm like, shit, we could go to a bookstore, which I had just previously done with one of my male cousins. And we had such an amazing time. Like him and I, we went to Barnes and Nobles. We then got um, bubble tea. But well, however you want to pronounce that. And it was such a great time. So I was telling her, like, can we do something like that? And at first she wasn't receptive. And I get it. We were in a group chat and she was just like, well, I'm a mom of three and I need a drink. Like, I want to just head out of my house and I want to have fun. And I left it at that. And then like weeks later, she reached back out like, hey, <laughs> can we like do something different? Can we like go hiking or something? I mean, we never got to go hiking. I'm going to follow back up with her on that. But it was just beautiful to see. Or like how one of my close guy friends, he, at first, he wasn't receptive. He's like, what the fuck you mean? You're not drinking. <laughs> to like now, he himself stopped drinking. He's taking a break. Um, My close friend, one of my best friends, she was like the drinker of the group. <laughs> like I would have comp- I would have put her to compete against anybody in drinking. Like she was always the one taking full shots. And then being the mom of the group, she would wake up like nothing. She even stopped drinking. But of course, these are all people on their own personal journey. But I think it's just beautiful to see the domino effect. To everyone that reached out and told me that they wanted to give up something or someone, but that they did not want to feel judged or lose people along the way, I just want to say that that is the point. You will lose people, habits, interests as you change. Choose you first. Whatever is meant for you will stay and what's not will be replaced. Now, in the last episode, I told you that I went through something traumatic. Pick up where I left off, which this event happened late April, early May. And yeah, let's begin. So last May, after I had processed everything that I needed to process with this Dominican guy, (laughs) I was sitting on my couch getting ready to go to Inwood Bar and Grill. I had not given up alcohol yet. (laughs) I had this strong feeling to reach out to my ex-boyfriend. It was so strong that I felt that I could not postpone it. I could not wait another second or minute. I got the feeling that he held all the answers. So after months of no communication, (laughs) I slid into his DMs. 
Eso fue friendo y comiendo. We agreed to meet up literally the following day. Which that led us to spending months together. The best and healthiest month that we had had ever since we started dating six years ago. <laughs> Anyways, that summer, fall, and winter consisted of us constantly dating each other. Going on fun and adventurous dates, getaways, picnics, working out, and meditating together. He had me drinking herbal teas and natural juices. I had drank so many teas that I had become a little herbalist. You had a headache, I had herbs. You had anxiety, I had herbs. You needed birth control, I had herbs. Any pain, illness, you name it, I had the natural remedy. <laughs> he had me evolving at such a fast pace because he required more out of me. When you're around people who operate at a higher frequency than you, you either work to achieve and obtain or meet them at their same wavelength or you move the fuck out of their way. This time was so special. He had become the man that I had wanted him to be for so long. He literally catered to every single love language. I felt as if God was overcompensating for what I had just been through, through him. Through this, I realized that the universe sends you the perfect people at the perfect time. But our season started coming to an end and we began to slowly drift apart where we couldn't go hours without seeing each other we started going days and days turns into weeks and we just both started like really just falling apart and then in january he was set to go abroad on the day of his departure i felt free i felt as if a bird was being let out of a cage i felt as if i was about to begin a whole new life and I couldn't understand the feeling then because I could not understand how after all those beautiful months together, my body would feel this way. I now know that this was my intuition, that this was my higher self telling me that it was time to close that door. But here's the thing with me, just because I know does not mean that I quickly act. And I need y'all to understand that this was my man, like even without the title, we agreed to not put a title to it because he wasn't ready, I wasn't ready. We didn't want a relationship. We had a silent agreement that I would wait for him. We were both too stubborn to let each other go. So we would still speak, but we both became cold. We both stopped trying. I felt as if we had become roommates. And when I voiced that, it was basically like nothing really changed. And by the time that it was time to reconnect and meet again, that's exactly how we acted. We acted like roommates. Our romance had completely died. Now I've told you this before and I will say it again. Be careful what you ask for. I had asked him why. I had asked him a series of questions, all, all to which he became defensive. So I called on my team, my spirit guides. And y'all, the discovery was insane. I rarely ask questions to the universe because when I do, the universe always takes me down a path of more than what I could handle at one given moment. <laughs> In short, without giving too much details, the universe not only showed me why I felt free that day, it showed me why we became distant. It showed me how much of a fucking liar he is. <laughs> it showed me how he was willing to betray me. How he was with someone else. It showed me who, what, when, where. And hear me out. <laughs> My problem wasn't that he was with someone else. My problem was that he could have said something, anything. And I would have been okay because I understood the circumstance. I understood and understand that we weren't together. Literally, there was no title. I understand that he is a man with needs 
But I could not understand why after we spoke about this and how we spoke and agreed to both be honest with each other, why he chose to hide it. And I want to pause here and just say that our mind is our worst enemy. After we stopped speaking, my mind had the audacity to question all the information and evidence. <laughs> my mind was still searching for the good in him. And this song popped up as I was getting ready for this episode, so I'll share it. And the song is Ojos que no ven, corazón que no siente. Eyes that cannot see, the heart cannot feel. And that is bullshit. I just want to say that you know. Baby, you know! You know... If you have to look through someone's phone, it's because you know. If you have to go to sleep with them while, on the, while the phone is on, it's because you know. If you have to question it, it's because you already know. And that day when I felt free, that was my body telling me, there's about to be some major changes. Prepare yourself. And yes, you may listen to this and you, you can say, but you guys weren't together. So him doing him was okay. And that is okay. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... You could have fucking told me. And although the eyes cannot see, you don't need that physical evidence. Trust me when I tell you your heart knows. Anyways, I'll fast forward to a few weeks ago. I think I was crossing over to Jersey. And he's from Jersey, so all the memories started popping back up. So I was experiencing this low, brief, sad moment. I began mourning the friendship. Because at the end of the day, this was my best friend. And that was also around the time where I was preparing to release Buried You Alive. So literally all those emotions, that's exactly what I was feeling. I had to stop myself from going down that path. Not down the path of reaching out to him because I wasn't going to. But down the path of like what could have been, what should have been. Um, I had to stop myself from thinking about all the good. Because that's naturally what we want to do. We want to see the good in the people. But there will be times that you just have to sit there. And, remind, and literally remind yourself, make a whole list of all the bad things and why you guys cannot be together. But anyways, fast forward again. I was invited to the Alicia Keys concert by one of my college friends. And up until the day of, I was questioning if I should attend the event. Because lately it has been so hard to get myself to leave my house for events, for meets, to see my friends. And although I want to apologize because it's not anything it's not anything personal to any of my friends. I just have this feeling of wanting to be alone, like just wanting to spend time with myself. So I've been honoring that. I've been honoring the space that I'm in and that's just to truly sit and appreciate and stand in my solitude. But anyways, I get to Brooklyn and my vibrations completely raised. I'm feeling energetic, I'm feeling excited. I go in and I enjoy the fuck out of this concert. Like, I did not sit down. I was literally singing from the moment she came out all the way fucking through. <laughs> and after the concert, my vibes was still there. But when it's time to leave, my friend tells me that we're taking the train. Just a few stops. And then we're taking a cab. And I look at her like she's crazy. And she's looking at me the same way. And she's like, it's late at night. So no, like, we're taking a cab. And I was like, girl, like, we're already on the train. Like, we're fine. I'm like I have this completely like nothing can happen to me mindset because I'm like flowing I'm feeling peaceful I'm feeling so excited I'm like oof, on cloud 10 because you know I fucking love Alicia Keys but anyways she calls the uber against my wishes literally drags me out of the train station so as we get into this uber he is playing it wasn't me by Shaggy so I immediately start singing <laughs> Say it wasn't you. Oh, 
Honey came in and she called me red handed, creepy with the girl next door. Hey! Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. All right, I apologize. I got carried away. Do not unsubscribe. <laughs> As the song is coming to an end, I ask him, why? Why do men lie even when the evidence is right there? And he states, why would I admit it was me? Even if you have the proof, I'll lie because if you're weak-minded, you'll fall for it. <laughs> even if you have the proof and I say no, a woman is more than likely to stick around. He proceeds, a woman has more pressure to stay because society makes her feel wrong for walking away. Makes her feel like a failure for leaving. But it's okay to be single. We stay in things because we do not want to be looked down upon. Now this man starts spitting the only gems. Things that we already know but, but we bury deep within. And I'll recap some of his main points for you. And also shout out to that cab driver. Shout out to D. He says people broke up but never left. Stop analyzing why it went wrong. You weren't in love with you, and that's why you kept going back. The worst battle is when it's you versus you. They can only reach you when you make yourself available. There was something you loved about them. Don't talk shit about them. I can't be friends with my ex, but I can't be enemies either. But there's no need for me to text you to see how you're doing. I don't give a fuck how you're doing. I'm doing better. People say it shows growth, but I don't give a fuck about showing growth. And I really want to make a side note here because he was saying all of this without knowing that it applied to me. I didn't tell him anything. I didn't tell him that I was going through that. I didn't tell him that I caught somebody lying. I didn't tell him literally nothing. He was just spitting gems back to back. He was the talkative one, the really good cab drivers. So as he's saying all of this, I'm like, wow, this was the message that I needed. Like this was god sent and that's where i'm at i don't give a fuck about showing growth right now because i need people to stop playing me i know who and what i am and i'm tired of battling between a part of me that only wants peace and to look at life differently and understand people and understand why people do certain things while battling with my inner child who's still hurt who still gets triggered so he recently came back to me with an apology an apology that i didn't ask for and he gave it to me as if he forgot sugar for my coffee, as if he had accidentally stepped on me, or as if he forgot to pick up a loaf of bread before coming home. I didn't need that apology. I could have went through life without it. So I want to say here, fuck you for believing that that's all that I deserved. Fuck you for lying. <laughs> and fuck you for coming back thinking that I would accept it. And listen, I, I know that I'm highly functioning, I'm highly aware, and I know exactly why that happened, but I didn't need that. And I'm a person that I don't see closure. Like once I walk away from something, we don't have to talk again, we don't have to speak again. But the fact that this individual, somebody who I cared for, someone who I deeply loved, felt the need to come back into my life and give me that shitty apology, because as you may know, and as you may connect the dots, I walked away from this person because he lied to me, he betrayed me, 
but I never spoke to him about it. I literally just, I didn't give him that space because I knew he would lie again. He would just cover it up. So I walked away not needing that apology. I walked away knowing that I didn't need for him to tell me I'm sorry. But for him to fucking come back and give me that shitty apology, all my insides were screaming now, you have to stand up for yourself. And I understand that you understand why people do shit, but this is not the time and place for you to be so understanding. So that's exactly what I said. I told them to whichever part of you thought that that was the apology that I needed, fuck you. And I'm going to say it again because yes, that shit made me angry. And now I want to read a quick passage that I wrote that same night that I got home from the concert. Sometimes you convince yourself that you don't want to do certain things because you don't have the energy. You don't want to be around people. You just want to be to yourself. But the universe knows when to deliberately hand you over for a message. I needed today. I needed this reboot. I'm not afraid to say that I haven't been okay. Nothing nothing had happened to me. I've just been allowing myself to feel my feelings. I've been feeling low because I don't allow myself to feel my feelings at the moment. I'm always burying them. And sometimes you just can't outrun them no matter how much you try. Today was the reminder that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be a mess, but put the S on your chest because you're a superwoman. You fought to be here. You fought to make it this far. You matter. You are worth it. You love yourself, and that is more than enough. You will attract better. You will continue to vibrate higher. You will be able to love and receive love because you deserve all of that. You've carried that with you for years. Feeling that fear of abandonment. And it's time to kick those feelings out. They're not yours. They do not belong. I don't want to leave this episode on a sour note. So I'll share something beautiful that happened to me last week as I was unpacking all of this. I went to the beach with my friend and we were speaking about how we fell off our old habits and discipline. I told her that one of the things that I missed was meditating, having my that little time to myself. And she told me, make pretend like you're going to a class and schedule that in your schedule. You wouldn't miss class. You would show up, right? Because it's your class. So in that same manner, show up for yourself. I told her that she was right. And I got this heavy feeling to meditate then and there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not waiting for Monday. I'm not waiting for August 1st. I'm literally choosing to meditate right here, right now, even if it's for five minutes. I asked her to come with me to the shore. And we both sat down there and I closed my eyes and asked for a message. And this is usually what I do before meditating. I ask for a message I ask for guidance or I just sit there and allow myself to process whatever it is that I'm feeling. So as I'm closing my eyes, the water comes rushing us. So we get up, we wait it out and then we sit back down. And as we sit back down, an older man walking by us and he's like deep breaths, breathe in, breathe out, deep breaths. And that's exactly what I start doing. And again, I enter a meditative state and I'm just full of gratitude. And a few minutes after, she calls to me and tells me that there's a ladybug right by me. She's like, your energy must have attracted the ladybug. So I start paying attention to this ladybug. I was intrigued. And I realized that the ladybug had shed her skin right in front of me. Something I didn't even know that they did. And if you know this fact, please do not come for me. <laughs> you learn something new every single day. But then it hit me. The message came. You are to shed the old parts of you that you are still holding on to. You must shed your old beliefs and fears and welcome in something new. It won't be easy. It will challenge you. But you are ready for this next step. <sighs> what 
baby. That same day, something happened, something new, something beautiful. And I went back to that message at the beach. Do it afraid. Fuck your fears. They're only there to try to protect you. And you don't need protection. All you need is love. And now I said, I know that I said that I would end this <laughs> here. But as you know me, you have to take the mic away from me. I'll end this by sharing a quote from a podcast that I've been listening to. Where she shares something that she heard. Where people refer to their life as season three of a show. Because supposedly season three is usually the best part of the show or of our lives. Season three is full of plots and twists and turns. So whenever something bad happens, they'll mention, fuck, sorry, I got emotional. They'll, they'll mention, well, it's season three. It's all for the plot. It's all for the best part of our lives. My little sister told me the other day that one of my episodes or that my episodes had improved and that she felt that Buried You Alive should have been a new season. So I have chosen to end this season and start a new one because it is time for me to step into a new role, a new beginning. I have a new awareness. I have a new understanding of life. I've gone through a whole new and different awakening, which requires me to step into a higher version of myself. And while I truly enjoyed the season three of my life, I enjoyed every single plot twist. I enjoyed the detours. I enjoyed the mistakes. I enjoyed my, the lessons. I enjoyed the pain. I enjoyed all the moments where I cried. I literally enjoyed every single moment of season three of my life. It is time for a higher calling. So let's welcome in season four of my life together. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed this one. And as always, I will leave you with a reminder that you are powerful, you are beautiful, you are capable of walking away from anything and everything that does not serve you. I am not different. I am not built different than you. If I am able to walk away from alcohol, from people, from things, so can you. It is only hard because you tell yourself that it is hard. There is literally no difference between you and I. I am rooting for you. I am cheering for you every single step of your journey. This is your life. You create it literally however you want. Become that main character because that's exactly what you are. You are the main character of your story. Do not let anybody else come in and take over. You are capable of restarting at any single moment in your life. You can start over. You can start fresh. You can start scared. We do not only fear darkness. We also fear light. We fear the unknown. I want you to take the moment to clap for yourself. For whatever you've accomplished. Whether that's having to move on without speaking to somebody about it. Whether that's ending a relationship that you thought would never come to an end. Whether that's starting something new with someone new. Who makes you feel safe. Who gives you everything that you want and need and more. Accept the new beginnings. I know that beginnings can be scary, but they are also so beautiful. Glow through everything that you go through. Everything that you've experienced is something that you've chosen. And I know that that's hard to believe, but you chose every single experience that you've ever lived through. That is a projection of your subconscious. That is a projection of your thoughts, of your beliefs. And I just want to remind you that whatever you want, whatever your heart desires is out there. Be willing to be open and receive love. 
and to give love because that's exactly what we're here for. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.